But I did want to, because Leslie visited Fission. Oh, yes, I did, yeah. Um, the PLS project, which is pretty much contiguous to Next Gen's Arrow, and there's probably some sort of uranium camp developing there when youth hero places are not at $25 a pound or whatever today. So I did want to ask Mickey, because Mickey is a bit of a uranium, has been a little bullish on uranium. Um, many of us have over uh, the last three or four yeah. years. Um, and so maybe a little bit of uh, commentary on what you think about it now. About uranium? Yeah. Um, I hate to say this because uh, last year I gave talks in New York, Atlanta, and New Orleans on why I remain a uranium bull. Um, yeah. And I was uh, highly and still am highly strongly invested in U.S. producers. Yeah. Uh, but right now it's really hard to see the end in sight. You know, we got a $26, even went to $25, $25 spot yeah. price. Cameco goes this at yesterday. Or yeah, I did. A, yeah, set. I reported on you know, that one. Yeah. The toughest market we've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Um, that said, it's a good buy. You know, it's a contrarian play. Yeah. yeah. Cameco probably is a really good buy right now. The world sure. needs uranium. It's just there is no short-term demand, uh, and when that's going to turn, it's likely, we've seen this before, when it turns, the price of uranium can go up really fast, fast yeah. really oh, fast. Oh, does it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you know, it, it's, you'll it's see analyst business. estimates from yeah. 2017 to 2020, and maybe some are going further out on yeah. that, when it's going to turn. But, you know, the, the thing about being a contrarian is you have to have patience. You're in early and you have to have patience. So yeah. um, I can't give you a, a time frame. I don't know enough. It is one of the most opaque markets. It is. And bear in yeah. mind that it's an order of, order of magnitude more than transparent than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. At least today yeah. we all get daily spot prices of uranium. Five years ago, you got a weekly well, spot price. it was like price. lithium or something. Yeah, right? and yeah. so, so it's really hard to to know. But well, yeah, I covered the Camco thing and 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 uh, or their quarters, I should say, second quarters. Um, and a couple of things that stood out was Tim Gitzel, who was the president and CEO, pretty much echoed what you just said. He's when he uh, stated that they don't know either when the market's going to turn around. He said there's not a lot of silver lining right now. Yeah, like it's just. Yeah. It's a bad time to be in uranium. Like, it's just bad. Um, and he also, one of the other kind of illuminating things that came out of their conference call and their quarterlies was that they actually had a utility pretty much renege on a yeah, I read supply that contract. Northern miners. Yeah, 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 that they actually had, which I've never seen. I've never seen that before. And then, and so, on the, the and I heard them talk about it on the conference call, and the obvious question from the analysts is like well is this a pattern like are, are all the utilities gonna gonna start renegotiating or canceling or and he's like no 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 they're like hopefully not <laughs> they didn't say hopefully not but i'm like this is what i read and then also that they were saying that uh it's uh, with some of the analyst reports it was probably a u.s utility that 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 uh that or Japanese, one of the two. Yeah, it could be yeah. U.S. because there have been a yeah. couple of plants shut down. Shut down. Or are yeah. shutting down. Yeah. Now, they're not going to shut down immediately, but these uranium contracts usually go out, well, the long-term contracts yeah. can go out a, a long ways, but a power plant usually has one to three years three of years. stockpile yeah. 
Because you can't just turn the things off. I think this contract was to through twenty twenty two. Was the was the it was twenty seventeen to twenty twenty two were the years that they pretty much canceled the the utility pulled out of. So interesting interesting stories. Like I mean you, yeah. you pull that stuff out of the quarterlies and they try to just you know it's not a big deal or whatever, but that's like really telling about uranium spot like that's it great is. that's wild like yeah. I mean, it was the first a really time. dumb question though because uh, yeah. i don't know this how it, why is it that the contract price um usually kind of co- correlates with a big rise in uranium prices because you mentioned that earlier you said because it was no no the contract price was way above spot like so oh, okay. far above yeah, spot. Was, the contract and price is... the price of uranium really high yeah because yeah. since oh. fukushima in 2011 the uranium price has fallen 66 percent yeah over the last year it's fallen 25 u308 spot so i mean even if you look at the contracts that were negotiating we're talking about what contracts that can run up to 10 years um Hey, there's uranium producers living on contracts that were negotiated in 2006. 2006, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. like, because, like, if you look back, like, even when Mickey was talking about uranium in 2014, it was at, what, 60 bucks? Lower? It was lower. I lower. would say it's probably 40 bucks. 40? Yeah, yeah, I see. I remember the 60, 65, and everyone's like, eh, it's low. And then all of a sudden, the bottom fell out of it. But that would have been twenty. Well, then I was pre Fukushima. Yeah, seventy three dollars yeah. right before Fukushima. Yeah, yeah. It held in at fifty fifty five for yeah, a while, but yeah. it's on so a, if you think on about a slippery, like a contract, slippery down slope. Yeah, a contract a that was time. negotiated five years ago. Yeah, could easily have been negotiated at sixty five dollars a pound, and if we're looking at twenty six today. The utility is looking at that. Yeah, and so the long-term contract price, I haven't really looked at it, paid much attention lately, but the long-term contract price is going to be probably a a 40 to $44 right now. Yeah, that's what Camcos were in there. And and so they do that because you need security of supply. A Mm -hmm. nuclear power plant is most... Its greatest concern is security of supply (laughs) and the amount of fuel that... Fuel costs about ten percent of the overall cost of operating the facility. Yeah, Tell yeah, us yeah. about your trip to PLS. I, I've never. Oh, the I've, I've, I've yeah. never been it to Western cool. Athabasca, Southwestern. Yeah. I've been I just, a bunch to the east side, but yeah. Well, uh, we went to Fort McMurray, and you know, we saw the fire devastation. Right. I mean, it was insane. It was just fire, like burnout everywhere. So um, that was interesting. And then we flew into site. And the coolest thing that really like made me kind of laugh a little bit is, you know, you have the Athabasca Basin. I've never seen it before. And it's like full of like the richest sources of uranium out there. It's Not so a- <laughs> ridiculously high grade. Yeah. It's mind blowing. And, and just, size too. And size. And um, but so funnily enough that it's, it's actually just covered by a veneer of like really young sediments. Because God forbid if that was actually exposed at the surface of the earth, that, that's fishing country, right? Like there's fish lakes and everything and everyone goes out there with their buddies, cracks a few beers, throwing a few lines and have themselves a day. Well, you can't God get, for that you like can't sedimentary get cover. You can't get here from or there from here. That's the problem. So in the middle of nowhere. It is. It you is. can't really the get nowhere. there. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I mean there's a few fishing lodges up there, yeah. but for for the most part you can't get there. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know, but it was just—it was just kind of funny to see that there was actually something protecting these deposits from interacting with the 
with the environment. The it's just glacial like this insulating, yeah. this your glacial chill. Your glacial chill. Because BLS is out, yeah. is right on the edge of the basin. Yeah. So you don't have however many meters or hundreds of meters or even thousands of meters if you get in the center of the basin, uh, the Athabasca sandstone, you only got glacial till for cover there. That's right. I know. It's it's crazy. So they were so what they're doing now is that they've they've got the high grade section and, and they're they're stepping along strike of that structure to kind of find more resources. You know, and so the the main deposit is underneath the lake, and so they're actually testing some spots that's on land. Yeah, so and they're still testing some so spots you want, on the lake you, too. So you want, you know, the the capex of of building uranium mine on land versus draining a lake can be. It's about three hundred million dollars, two hundred fifty so million dollars so, to build a dam. So that's what shut down Midwest, yeah, Crazy. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, up in the northeastern part of the yeah. basin was the capex of draining the building a copper dam yeah, and draining crazy. a lake over an ore body that has high grade 11 percent zone that's if it wasn't underneath a shallow lake could be mined yeah. tomorrow well the, the lake is really shallow but still it's going to cost them 250 dollars oh, to build that yeah and so that's why i think they're, they're stepping out in land now now the the issue is is that the when, when you look at the geological map of the deposit and the signatures and the different data sets to show where that structure that hosts the mineralization goes, you can see that the mineralization is focused along the jogs in the fault. So areas where yeah. there's going to be a little bit more like space created for the mineralization to fill into. And so they're like, oh, it kind of extends. We're going to test around the length. And I said, well, you know where else can you find more jogs along that structure because it seems like there's a couple but it's not all like you know these are all the conductors sawtooth. that they have the, yeah yeah now, like next gen arrow uh, has like 200 million pounds yeah yeah these guys have 100 million pounds but next gen has a lot like seems like they have a lot more room to build their their resource but the, the thing is they're so close together that Anybody who's looking at this thing is going to say... Oh, buy two for one, yeah. Yeah, but you, I mean, you're not building two this facilities is, this there. Is, no, no, yeah. no way. Yeah. My right? question is... How come they're not joining? Why, why don't they merge? They hate each other. Yeah. Oh, that's My right. question <laughs> is... I was going to ask that. Like, yeah. Do they not like each other? No. Is there is there a critical mass to build a mill out there? Not there yet. there is no mill. Not yet. And, and so they are competing with Eastern Athabasca where you've got three mills. Yeah. And one of those mills is not fully utilized. And so what happens if you find or you are finding or you have already found more more or, over there yeah. on the eastern side mm -hmm. where there are mills that just that delays are, and, yeah. and one mill which is not fully utilized. Hungry, right hungry now. mill. Hungry yeah. mill. Yeah. Like yeah. what's gonna be the motivation well, I know to go spend however many whatever the capex is going to be on the west side where there is no mill there used to be a mill there used to be a mill there used there. to yeah. be a mill yeah. there's no yeah. longer a mill there it was totally dismantled mm -hmm. and there may i don't know but there's probably a, a mill site there that would be easily permitted but that's up the highway, highway quite a ways. yeah quite a ways and i and i mean like you it's not really material you're trucking around, <laughs> like across. Well, you can. You can. You no. cannot. No, you can't. Truck, can you truck more than two percent uranium, uranium ore uh, on on provincial highways. With good oh. reason. Yeah, you can <laughs> truck on <laughs> private roads. Yeah. Can you you can truck yeah. whatever grade yeah. you want to. So you're not trucking uh, that stuff the across other, the basin. And that's so, the other issue with open pit mines. So, so PLS versus Arrow. 
you know, Arrow is going to be an underground mine, whereas, you know, um, PLS, they have 18% exposed on the surface. They're going to be bulk mining that in an open pit. And then they have to downblend it so they can put it on a a provincial road, assuming that's how they they get it to a mill, because the province is going to have to participate in this stuff. And you got to downblend it. You got to essentially blend it with waste to be able to transport it on a highway. You know what? At Unless the end of the day, it's though, your own private highway. Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> I don't.